I'm not asking you to help me create the eating plan. I'm just right. letting you know what I am doing. Now, if you butt in and go, honey, that plan you have sucks because that's not going to help you reach your goal. You will shut down a man immediately. Sure. Because you're already telling him the way he's trying to do it is wrong. Right. And he's not going to, he's already confirmed the, I'm making myself vulnerable. I'm going to not look good at this. And now you're telling me I'm not, I'm, I'm bad. Yes, exactly. You've just confirmed every fear I've got and I'm not going to keep trying. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why men find it hard to start changing. Yep. We don't like it. We don't. We like to be perfect. I mean, you don't, not we, because I'm not a <laughs> No. Male. No, you're not. <laughs> and I'm glad of that. All right, here we go. The last couple episodes, we're actually focusing on um, men and their journey in getting healthy here. Mm-hmm. Okay. We last time we talked about uh, does make sharing emotions make a man weak? Right. We answered that question thoroughly. <laughs> Today, let's talk about why men resist starting to work on themselves or start the healing journey. Let's take a husband who says, "Okay, I recognize I need to be a better husband. I recognize I am not doing as good of a job as I want to be." Doesn't make me a horrible person. Doesn't make me, you know, despicable and terrible. Right. But I recognize I need some to get some stuff done. And the reason I'm not a good husband can be a thousand different reasons. That could be unresolved trauma growing up. It could be lack of terrible modeling w- with his parents. It could be lack of awareness. Lack of awareness. It could be personality based. I mean, there's a lot of mixture that goes in this. So we're not going to explore. Any Any particular. Causality doesn't matter. Right. We're talking to the husbands who go, I know that I need to become a better husband here, but I'm having a hard time getting started. Mm. I don't know what to do to get started. Or even I take that back. I know what to do because they've listened to this podcast before (laughs) and they know that going to securemarriage.com slash relationship roadmap or any course we have is a laid out map. Right. Clear steps to becoming a better husband. Or if they don't go to securemarriage.com, they can go to amazon.com and pick one of the 10,000 relationship books and follow that map and learn those tools. But there's still something that is stopping them or preventing them from taking those initial steps. And that is the obstacle, if we're going to Pick a phrase from our one of our favorite movies. What's the movie? <laughs> oh, brother, where art oh, thou? Oh, brother, where art thou? The obstacles, obstacles. The obstacles that are keeping you from actually getting started. Uh-huh. Do you know what that would be? And this isn't just a man thing, but I think it's more a man thing than a wife thing. Well, if, if I had to base it off of my own thought processes... Mm-hmm. Um, Admitting to yourself that you know that you have things that you want to work on and change is one thing, but when you put them out there in the open and start to actually try to make those changes, it brings it to a whole new level of like, oh, now people are actually going to see me 
And what if I what if I can't make the changes that I want to make? Then they're just going to point out you can't do it. Look at you tried. It's going to confirm some doubt or some insecurity mm-hmm. within you. That's a very good. That's a very good thing. Right. I think there's a bigger thing on top of that too. But I'm not dismissing that at all. Oh no no no. That's, Absolutely true. That, that's just. And I think they play in with each other. Uh, that's just the the first things but it just making that first step is hard yeah. Ad- admitting to someone else yeah. that you can it, it's hard to admit to your own self that you've got things that you need to work on yeah. and that you struggle with but actually opening your mouth saying them out loud to someone else puts it in a whole nother yeah makes it real yes and, real. and that's really difficult too but yeah. what is your what is your um I'm going to steal a line from a very influential book. A lot of people have heard about it. Um, and it it has a line in there that I've used for years and years and years. And I always keep coming back to it whenever I have to do something different or new. Mm-hmm. Okay, This is actually from The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. It's been around for a long, long time. Um, uh, Does it have the word choice, unknown in it, those two words? No. Okay, then it's not the line I was thinking of. She has a line in there that says, it is impossible to get better and look good. At the same time. At the same time. Yes. It is impossible to get better and look good at the same time. I know for a fact, because I'm a human being and I've tried to improve myself, and the many, many times that I try to get better at something, I look horrible at it. I am incompetent at it. I compare myself to everyone else who's already better at it than I am. I I feel terrible because I just look bad. I um absolutely agree with that statement. That that is so so true. For men, again, we're going to focus on on menness here at the moment, the husband side of the equation here. Um, we don't like looking bad right. at all. Um, the most fragile thing on the planet is a male ego. ego. We don't do not want to put ourselves into a place where where we look worse than somebody else or look worse than anybody else that we're in the room with, and it requires an incredibly high degree of self-confidence for a man to say, I'm raising my hand. I want to get good at this. And I know for the next three months, I'm going to be terrible at this. And I'm going to let everyone around me know that I'm trying this and I'm not being very good at it, that I'm not going to look very good at it, but I'm going to keep going at that and that you're still going to like me, that you're going to still respect me, that you're still going to invite me to things, Mm -hmm. um, that I'm not going to be rejected in some way. We go to worst case scenarios all the time and we hate, hate to look bad in front of anybody else. And yet, anytime you want to get good at anything, anything yeah, you're going to be terrible at it. This and is this is so true. Uh, Julia Cameron continues to go on there and say that one thing that fear of looking bad is what keeps us from starting in the first place. And she relates she relates it to artistic things. She goes, "It's better to be a bad artist for a long, long time so that eventually you can become a good artist." But good artists never start out as good artists. Right. Every good artist has to go through the season of being a bad artist. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be comfortable with the 
the hundred bad paintings. Well, let's put it back into what you and I are doing here. This is almost our 300th episode. Yeah. I think we are rolling over 297 as this one. Let me just double check really quick here. This is 297. We're three episodes away from 300. If you go back and listen to the first 25, <laughs> first 50 episodes of this podcast. Oh, my goodness. I'm not so sure we should even have those available anymore because they're just not good. Or, or the, the, the first, videos. the very oh, first man. video that I ever did with you. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it is. <laughs> we should put a link to that one. Bad is an understatement. It is hysterical. Yeah. You want to laugh your oh, butt man. off. Being anyway. willing, being willing to make bad podcast episodes. Right. Helps us get to 300 episodes, and hopefully they are better episodes. Right. <laughs> Someone says, yeah, they're not actually not that bad, not that improved. Yeah, that's a whole other thing we, we got to look at. We just have 300 more to go yep. to get there. But if we can't get to 301, unless we do 300 bad ones. Right. You have to be willing to put the stuff out there. And if you're willing to do that, then you are willing to start making significant changes in your right. life. And so men have to learn how to get comfortable with looking bad for a while. Do you, I would suspect, and I don't know that I need to ask this in a question, but, um, okay, I'm, I'm going to ask a question, but I'm going to change what I was thinking. What is the best way for a wife to be supportive of a husband who is starting to make those changes? Because I know it's really easy um, for... I'll just use this as an example. When, you, when you're trying to eat better, do things more healthily that way, physically for your body, but you do things so differently than I do, like you see things right. as edible that I say that shouldn't be edible. <laughs> yeah. And I want to help you, in air quotes, help you. Yeah. It it's probably um, comes across as more criticism than it is helpful. Yeah. And, and I think that's one reason why men don't actually want to tell their spouses mm. that they're trying to do things because when they're, when they're looking bad because they're trying to learn new skills or new things and they're going to not do them right. perfectly, right. Uh, it's very easy for wives to point out, you didn't do that right, or you know what I'm saying? So what right. is the best way for a wife yeah. to help encourage and support her husband in just making that choice to start to do things. What can we do to Great help question. you? Great question. Uh, and the immediate answer is there has to be an agreed upon um, uh, course of action that the husband's gonna be taking as he tries to improve in something. Let's put it back into the food context here. Um, where number one, he has to say, honey, I'm doing this on my own and I actually don't need you to coach me, police my eating. I don't need any of that feedback from you. I'm doing this all on my own. That's one approach he can take. Mm -hmm. Or he can do, honey, you have permission to hold me accountable to the decisions I'm making, but here's the decisions I am making. Here's these carbs are okay. I'm going to be eating these carbs and these carbs over here. I'm going to choose not to. You might disagree with the model of right. what carbs are acceptable or not. Right. But if I know. But you, that's. I'm not asking you to help me create the eating plan. I'm just letting right. you know what I am doing. Now, if you butt in and go, honey, that plan you have sucks because that's not going to help you reach your goal. You will shut down a man immediately. Sure. 
because sure. you're already telling him the way he's trying to do it is wrong. Right. And he's not going to, he, he's already confirmed the, I'm making myself vulnerable. I'm going to not look good at this. And now you're telling me I'm not, I'm, I'm bad. Yes, exactly. You just confirmed every fear I've got and I'm not going to keep trying. Right, exactly. So whether you agree with the methodology of him achieving his goal or not doesn't matter. Right. If he's trying to get better in some way um, and he has not asked your opinion on that, you are not supposed to 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 impose your your opinion onto that. Right. Now so, if he does, if he does, hey, I want to eat healthy, but I don't know how to do that. Honey, can you help me come up with a healthy way to eat? Right. Now he's invited you in to make some of those decisions of what types of food, when, how frequent, blah, blah, blah. Right. What kind of program he's gonna use. And he can now choose to submit himself to the structure of the program and the accountability of his wife. Right. Well, and, and we've, you've asked me before to hold you accountable. I'm going to do this. Will you hold me accountable? And then there's been times where you're eating something that I'm like, yeah, that, and, and I have learned in our years that to say, well, that's not very healthy to be eating. Doesn't work. No. And I know that we're different. So I ask you, where does this fall on your plan? Yeah. Is this okay for you're okay eating this, yeah. or are you eating this when you really don't want to be eating it? I yeah. I try really. That doesn't work either. It doesn't work either. No, well, you know why? Why? Because that's still talking about the food. That's still talking about the the what you're eating. Right, but when okay, so then let me ask this question of if you've asked me to hold you accountable, yeah. and I see you eating something that. Yeah. And you haven't and you haven't told me yeah. what's what's OK and what's not OK. Yeah. What's the best way to approach then that? Your then your job is not to hold me accountable. If I've if I've asked you to hold me accountable, but I haven't told you the how I'm doing that, you can't you can't hold me accountable because you you cannot know what the parameters are. And I can keep changing the parameters anytime I want to. It's impossible for you to hold me accountable without giving the the parameters around that. Now, if I've said, I am not going to eat sugar, I'm not going to eat any kind of sugar. Uh-huh. And then I am getting my six o'clock bowl of ice cream that I like to get every night. Or putting jelly on your, on a piece of bread. Right. Let's stick with the ice cream first. <laughs> okay. And you go, honey, you're eating ice cream. I would not actually go, honey, I'm, you're eating ice no, cream. No. I wouldn't I'm, start I'm, there. Where no. would you start? I would say... You've asked me to hold you accountable. Perfect. Would you, would you, I don't know what to say after that, but you've asked me to hold you accountable. And then you go back to me. I've, you've asked me to hold you accountable. And you said you weren't eating you sugar. You said you weren't going to eat sugar and now you are eating sugar. You are not following so, the plan. So that's, that is all you. That's me. As opposed to imposing my thoughts and my views on what constitute sugar and what exactly doesn't. because the jelly on the toast thing is again in my brain i could possibly justify it and go this is fruit this isn't sugar <laughs> this is fruit <laughs> you ignoring the part that jelly is probably 85 percent sugar <laughs> i know how jelly is made okay i understand <laughs> but at that point in the conversation is not the time to argue is jelly a sugar or not a sugar it is, you've asked me to hold you accountable and we have not clarified what jelly is. Is jelly in the sugar thing or is jelly not the sugar thing? I don't know yet because I can't hold you accountable because I don't know what you're thinking yet. 
if you try to debate the definitions of what sugar is or right, not, right, right. you're going to get shot down every time. If you hold me accountable to what I've said I'm going to be doing, I'm going to not eat sugar. I need to change. So so just just even me saying if I if you're say you were eating jelly. Yeah. And if I said you you've asked me to hold you accountable and you said you're not eating sugar. Yeah. I don't know where jelly falls, but you can decide that. But you've asked me to hold you accountable. Yeah. Because you're coming back to the agreement. You're coming back to the relationship, but you're not imposing your definition of what sugar is and now i have to do it your way because i want to do it my way right this is but a weird this one doesn't quite fall in because everybody knows that jelly is sugar <laughs> <laughs> and i might disagree <laughs> we're not going to get hung up on the 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 little the nuances eating things of right. this here right, right right what i am saying is for men to start changing it is an incredibly vulnerable thing for them to do because they have to risk looking bad in the midst of doing that. Right. And being vulnerable that way, risking looking bad. Right. Is not easy. Right. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to just make one little caveat too in when, when men are working on themselves or trying to make changes, it's probably not the best to ask your wife to hold you accountable to certain things just certain things it actually i think it's a good thing to do i think it actually says we are in this together i actually want you to be part of this i'm not i'm not excluding you from this journey that i'm on but it depends on what it is exactly i strongly think it depends on what it is what it is certain things that i would never ask a wife to hold a man accountable to let's take something easy uh trying to stop looking at porn right exactly never have to have to police police. a husband's behavior around something like that that is too personal it's too close that's a very different topic right and that and that's why i said some some things i get it so i get it but i think this is the answer to why a lot of men struggle making those changes um, even though they know they should make those changes. This is right. the obstacle that gets in the way. Right. And if men are starting to understand that and go, okay, now I'm, I'm clear on what that is, I have to be willing to look bad so that I can get good. I have to be willing yeah. to put out 100 bad things before the 101st thing is actually something I'm actually proud of or I, I like. Right. If you don't start doing it, then it keeps pushing back later and later and later. You never actually make the changes that you want to experience. Yeah. So... Here's the other thing too. If I'm trying to work on this, I'm throwing every other guy under the bus here and go, I don't want to be the only guy doing this alone. Right. I I want other men who are willing to change and willing to look bad. Um, because if you do that, and if you tell me, here's how I'm going to try to change. It's like, I will be glad to support you in that. Also, you know, laugh at you when you're, when you don't look very good, but I'll do that in a very supportive and commiserate way because right. I'll laugh just as hard at myself as, man, you look that bad. Let me tell you about how bad I looked when I was trying to learn how to do that. Right. You're in good company, my friend. I mean, join the club. We have hats of husbands who are trying to change. Yes. So um, it's kind of that that male bonding thing that happens yep. around that. Anyway, I thought this was an important one because I know a lot of husbands have written into us and they've expressed the desire to change. And we just want to clarify the one thing to get out of the way. Yes. And then that change can happen easier. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Our kids just came in, so we're going to stop talking now. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next time. And next time, we'll tell you about our cruise that we're going on. I think they've heard about our cruise, but you want to talk about our cruise again? No, we'll wait till the next (laughs) one. That might make them come back. Yeah, okay. Anyway, goodbye. (laughs) Good grief. (laughs)